20 years of conflict in Afghanistan. And as we close this period of relentless war, we're opening a new era of relentless diplomacy. Progressives, as you've alluded to, we are currently being held hostage by conservative Democrats. We are very concerned that Haitians who are taking this irregular migration path are receiving false information that the border is open. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity. The new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. This is a special edition of The Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 41. 41. Day 41, Americans, their families, green card holders, Afghan allies, all abandoned by Joe Biden behind enemy lines. And he goes out, gives a little talk today, mostly about lecturing Americans, the 25 percent that haven't taken his advice and mandate and gotten the vaccine and and scolding them and yelling at them and shaming them and and doing everything possible. Uh, Then attacking Border Patrol, Border Patrol, by the way, the agents and their unions are apoplectic over these attacks. We have a full report coming up. They feel like this is being done on purpose as a distraction for the horrible policies, the aiding and abetting a law breaking uh, of Joe Biden. Uh, so, you know, he, he took a, a whopping, what, four questions today uh, when it comes to uh, Afghanistan. He's proud of what he's done. I'm like, are you kidding me? You're what is there to be proud of? He's turning the page, as he said. You know, he says, I'm going to be having a meeting with uh, the quad, the leaders of India, Japan, Australia. And we're going to be talking about Afghanistan, which is a a legitimate thing for people to talk about. But in the end, uh, the end of the day is there's no easy. We're still getting out. And then he said he's proud of it. And and he literally said, I make no apologies for my proposals, how I've and what he's done there. How do you say that? How do you not mention in 22 or three days the people you left behind in the middle of, a you know, the the Taliban and the absolute unmitigated disaster of now having in charge terrorists that now have more military equipment than we than than any other terror group in the world? And now they're bringing back the, the days of, oh, let's cut off arms and legs and and killing people in the streets and going door to door. Uh, they make a big announcement, public executions, amputations are back. Turn the page, Joe. Leave Americans with that group of people. You know, they're acting very businesslike and very professional, Joe. You know, everyone criticized us for all the punishments in the stadium. That's what in the stadiums where they would kill people. In the in Kabul, and the stadium is where they cut people's hands off, and the stadium is where they cut people's hands and feet off, and the stadium is where they assassinate people, you know, or have family members do it for them. Unbelievable! They're terrorists, but we're lecturing them about inclusivity. I mean, the Biden doctrine: create a massive crisis and then try and distract and act as though it didn't happen. 
Name a single thing Joe Biden is doing that is working. Is it on the economy? No, the economy's a mess. We have 10 million Americans not going back to work. He's spending $5 trillion on the new Green Deal to appeal to, to the Democratic Party base, which is the Democratic Party of today. Maybe you get some pushback from Manchin and Cinema, but maybe not a whole lot. Are we going to say, you know, ending and eliminating energy independence is is good for national security reasons? Because now we got to he's Joe is begging OPEC to produce more oil. And they said, no, no, the Straits of Hormuz were, you know, fully a third of the world's oil supply has to go through. And the Iranians are always playing games and and saber rattling and stopping tankers. We didn't have to worry about the Straits of Hormuz when we were energy independent under Donald Trump. We didn't import a single barrel of oil for months in in Trump's last year of all. In office now, we're begging OPEC. They're not going to take less than seventy-five bucks a gallon at some point, and then some, and then they're going to push it up to a hundred bucks a gallon. And they, and let me tell you, they think we are so dumb and stupid that they laugh at us because they know that we have more energy in terms of natural resources than they do, and that we're such idiots that they'll. It's fine, I guess you can can pollute the planet in Saudi Arabia. We'll treat China and India as developing nations and we'll pay the freight for climate change with the Paris Climate Accords. We're like the biggest bunch of suckers in the world and they're laughing at us. They're watching this debacle in Afghanistan and they're like saying, holy, you know, Adam Schiff, you know, this is it has emboldened every enemy we have. Now, that's just the foreign policy side. Then you got the economic impact. You like paying a buck fifty more a gallon? I don't. Well, Hannity, stop whining. You can afford it. You're right. I can afford it. You're right. I, I've been fortunate in my life. I can afford it. I still don't like to pay a dollar fifty more a gallon. I don't know. Maybe I just never got out of the mindset of, of early in my life when I didn't have a penny. I can't help it. You know, for the same thick Oscar Mayer cut bacon that I buy at my local grocery store. Now I'm paying an extra two bucks a pound. I'm buying it, but I'd rather get it for the cheaper price. Everything we buy, everything we purchase, we're all paying more for. It's called inflation, and it's only going to get worse because as the price of oil goes up, not only is it bad for national security, it's bad for the economy. We pay more for every single thing we get. It's unbelievable. What has this man done that he's gotten right? Because I can't see a whole lot that I'm, I'm particularly proud of. And then he's out there all, you know, today, you know, lecturing and scolding and shaming and attacking every single person. Now, what he didn't say is that the FDA said no to his booster shots, except for people 65 and older, which is interesting because that's what uh, Dr. Robert Malone, who was on this program yesterday, said, and he invented the technology for mRNA vaccines. Of course he believes in vaccines and science. He created the science. The guy's actually brilliant. But he also says that they're overusing it and they haven't done enough research on these things. That's what he's saying. I don't know what, ask your own doctor. I'm just trying to give you information so that you can bring it to your own doctor and make the right decision for you and your family. You know, and then now, now people are saying that, you know, Joe Biden is out there and he's blaming you know, this is the pandemic of the unvaccinated. I hate to tell you, Joe. Now, I saw this. This I got tipped off to turn on the view today. 
you know, when two of the hosts uh, were asked to go off stage in the middle of the second, at the start of the second segment. Since this is going to be a major news story any minute now, yeah. what happened is that uh, Sonny and Anna both apparently tested positive for COVID. No matter how hard we try, uh, these things happen. They probably have a breakthrough case, and they'll be okay, I'm sure, because they're both vaccinated up the wazoo. You know, a lot yeah. of vaccines. So, um... And, and the vice president is being prepped for her arrival, right? Yep. They cleaned the table. We washed, they did the hands. Everybody's getting all cleaned up. And she'll be out here in a second. Now, everybody in that audience has been exposed. Now, by the way, unlike liberals, when they, you read a conservative or somebody unvaccinated, you know, gets COVID, you know, they deserve to die. I mean, the attacks against Joe Rogan, I'm like, Am I like the only person on air that I'm I'm thankful that Joe Rogan's okay? I want both Sonny and Anna. I don't watch this hard-hitting news show. I, I, I want them to get well. And I hope maybe Joe might not ration away, you know, if they have a breakthrough case, the monoclonal antibodies that have been so effective that now have resulted in Ron DeSantis. He's had to go out and buy his own because... It's working so well in the state of Florida, and Joe Biden has decided that he's going to play politics with it, and he's rationing it. We don't even have a shortage of monoclonal antibodies. Anyway, so now he's forced the hand of of Ron DeSantis, and he says it's clearly saving lives. It's keeping people out of the hospital. It's something that, even short of being hospitalized, something that you can really you know, knock you on your rump for a week or two. It assists in the recovery. People get better much quicker if they get this infusion, this treatment, this this monoclonal antibodies. By the way, is part of the information that I'm telling you to accumulate. I'm not telling people to put on white labs and start your own virology, uh, uh, you know, laboratory. But, you know, learn about the questions of, God forbid, vaccinated or unvaccinated, a breakthrough case, or you get a positive COVID test. You immediately want to ask your doctor about, well, what are the therapeutics available? Doctor, what do you think of monoclonal antibody treatments? And you might want to talk to other doctors that you know so that you can make the right decision for you. Um, You know, it's interesting how Biden's own CDC chief, you know, uh, Rochelle Walensky, another one, along with Biden and Saki and Harris and Fauci that said we'll never mandate vaccines. You know, she now goes against her own CDC's panel's recommendations on the on the booster shot. So she signs off on a series of recommendations from the panel saying it should be offered to people 65 and over and and other people that have underlying medical conditions. Meanwhile, that was not what the what her own panel had recommended. And the CDC quietly removed guidance for when schools should scrap masks and other covid precautions. You want to know where a lot of vaccine hesitancy came from it came from the federal government you know fauci a mask isn't going to stop anything can't wear a mask maybe one little droplet but it's not going to work then one mask then two masks then you get the choice you get the vaccine or your mask what there's your choice now it's vaccine and mask and now booster shot and booster shot and booster shot and perpetuity with every variant that comes out they can't get their story straight it's like Joe Biden, fully vaccinated. Joe Biden, fully vaccinated. They're socially distant. They're outside with their masks on to go inside 
that 96-year-old home of Jimmy Carter, former president, former first lady Rosalind Carter, and they take off their masks and they get in close proximity. How's that for following the science? You know, I, what, what is amazing to me is all these people playing doctor. They never went to medical school. One size fits all. Dr. Joe Biden. Okay. Dr. Humpty Dumpty at CNN. I'm really, there's the epitome of health. I'll listen to him. No, thank you. Listen to your doctor. Take into account your unique medical history, your current medical condition. Do your own research. And I'm not talking about a lab coat, you dumbasses in the media that made that stupid analysis. They really are a bunch of dumbasses. They, they're some of the dumbest people ever um, on TV. They created vaccine hesitancy. I believe in science and vaccine science. I've said it, but I'm not your doctor. And I don't know a darn thing about your medical condition. Your doctor does. And, you know, do you know the difference between an mRNA vaccine versus a J&J &J vaccine? I actually learned a lot more yesterday from Dr. Malone. Why? Because I'm trying to educate myself. I've actually read the efficacies. Now he talks about efficacies in a clinical setting versus real life and real world efficacy. And now we're finding that, in fact, that the antibodies decline somewhat rapidly, especially with the Pfizer shot, which is why they're talking about the booster shot. But, you know, you know, all those that refuse to get vaccinated cost us all. You know, I'm moving forward with vaccination requirements wherever I can. This is Biden today. These requirements will cover two thirds of all workers. And I'm pleased to see businesses and organizations with their own vaccine mandates, blah, blah. The unvaccinated are putting our economy and recovery at risk. No, it's not. It's your bad policies and causing unease around the kitchen table. I mean, he's beating the living crap out of people. I mean, what about the people with rare conditions or natural immunity? You know, if you have natural immunity and you even want to get vaccinated, you're not allowed to get they're not recommending you get the vaccination. So I guess you're shut out of restaurants for three months, six months, whatever the period of time is. If you get COVID, you have natural what if your antibody levels are still high? What if, you know, what about T-cell immunity? Can we not ask questions of somebody that actually went to a real medical school rather than these idiots on TV and, and on radio and, and in Washington, D.C.? I mean, Joe Biden doesn't even know what day of the week it is. I'm not going to listen to his science. I'm going to follow real scientists. I'm going to talk to real doctors who went to real medical schools like Harvard, the ones we've interviewed and Yale, the ones we've interviewed and really brilliant people like the ones that created the technology that may make it possible for the mRNA vaccines, Pfizer and Moderna. I'll, I'll check in with the pros. So Joe and Kamala Harris and I guess Al Sharpton will play it later. Got, got went down to the border, got booed today here. The, the photographer who took the photos that Biden is claiming show border agents, quote, whipping Haitians, um, has, quote, confirmed no such whipping ever took place and that Biden is lying. The photographer's name is Paul. I don't know how to pronounce it. R-A-T-J-E told a, a local news outlet that the angles of the photos he's using are being misconstrued to make it seem like the border agents were using their horse reins as whips. He said, quote, and he was there. He took the picture. Some of the Haitian men started running, trying to go around the horses, he said. And I never saw them whip a single person. He was swinging the reins, but it, it can be construed when you're looking at the picture wrongly. 
And he confirmed what has been obvious that not once did an agent start to use his reins as a whip. And the Border Patrol's apoplectic about this. We're going to report Sarah Carter's down there. They they are they are out now demanding apologies from Biden. Uh, you know, like Congressman McCall is also demanding apologies. He's asking Biden and wink and blinken. You know, uh, what what about these Americans trapped on the runway at Mazari Sharif Airport? The U.S. is deadly, chaotic exit. Many Americans abandoned by Biden. Thousands, if not tens of thousands of our Afghan partners, all all these thousands with green cards. I've contacted by by hundreds of people desperately trying to get family and friends out, citizens of this country. Yet the most when they need us the most, the government turned their backs on us. They'll be slaughtered by the Taliban. And what's the now the, the stupid State Department's answer is we'll go to another country because our office in Kabul is closed. You dumbasses, how do they get out of the country they're in? That's the point. A bunch of idiots. Continuing the mission of saving America as we return to the Sean Hannity Show. All right, 25 now to the top of the hour. So Biden earlier today, you know, answered four whopping questions. Given what we saw at the border this week, have you failed in your promises of restoring the moral standing of the U.S.? It all happened under your watch. You take responsibility. Of course, I take responsibility. I'm president, but it was horrible. The way they treat people, horses run over people being strapped. It's outrageous. I promise you those people will pay. It's an embarrassment beyond an embarrassment. It's dangerous. It's wrong. Is it an embarrassment abandoning Americans? How come you don't talk about the people you abandoned behind the enemy lines of the Taliban that are now going about their business of persecuting women and and knocking on doors and killing Afghan allies that we as a country promised would never allow to happen. That you said you would not leave Americans by. Is that embarrassing? Because I find that humiliating. Anyway, the Border Patrol is fighting back on the accusation. And this is after he spent most of the, the time at his at his statement lecturing people that are unvaccinated and. Uh, and, you know, then defended the idiocy of his policies in Afghanistan. And, you know, and his, then, you know, I, I mean, we have government shutdowns. We, we now have we have to beg OPEC. We have chaos at the border. He created it all. He ended the stay in Mexico policy. He stopped border wall construction. He not only brought back catch and release, he he, he revised it to process and release. And the worst part of all of it. And by the way, now he's now he's rationing out Regeneron and monoclonal antibodies. And now people like Ron DeSantis have to go out and buy their own. And he keeps bragging about his three point five trillion dollar deal that doesn't seem like it's happening. There's a civil war breaking out in the Democratic Party. Um, that's basically human infrastructure. That's New Green Deal socialism. Just another way to say it. You know, I you know he's attacking. He just went on a rampage today. You have the unvaccinated, the unvaccinated. Do you know, is there any exceptions to the rule? 
Are there any medical exceptions or is it always one size fits all? Because we've talked to doctors that say there are rare conditions. What about people with natural immunity? They just had COVID. They got over COVID. They're unvaccinated. They don't have a vaccine card, passport, whatever it is. Okay, you're going to keep them out of stadiums? The antibody levels are through the roof. What about T-cell immunity? We're not allowed to ask that question. You know, you've got, you know, all the, the thousands of Americans, th- uh, thousands of green card holders, hundreds of Americans and their families and Afghan allies, tens of thousands of them. Now, many of them, they're all abandoned behind enemy lines by Joe Biden. You, is, is, is Do any of the adjectives that you use fit you, Joe? Because they seem to fit all the attacks, because that seems, you know, if we're going to talk about things that are inhumane. That, that, to me, is not exactly humane to abandon Americans behind enemy lines like that, Joe. It really doesn't seem, you know, you could you could be out there, you can lecture everybody as much as you want. But, you know, I, I just can't believe it. The chaotic troop withdrawal. Let me ask you, when you see women being beaten in Afghanistan, we know what we know what the Taliban will do to people that are gay and lesbian. They will kill them. We've seen images in the past of people thrown off roofs. We've seen women beaten. Women can't go to school. They can't go to work anymore. Joe, is that an embarrassment that you abandon them? Because I'm embarrassed by that. It's humiliating, and you won't even you won't even take responsibility. Why are you rationing something that doesn't need to be rationed monoclonal antibodies? Why are you begging OPEC? You don't need to beg OPEC. How about we rehire all of the pipeline workers that you got fired that were working on the Keystone XL pipeline? Why don't we reopen Anwar? And if we need more energy, oil, the lifeblood of the world's economy, why don't we start with Texas, North Dakota, Oklahoma, and and move out from there? So that we don't have to worry anymore about the Straits of Hormuz or begging OPEC. Why is Ron DeSantis now forced to spend Florida taxpayer dollars on monoclonal antibodies because the federal government bought up all the Regeneron and now you're rationing it? And he's buying it. Why does Governor Abbott have to, you know, get seven miles of cars as a means of protecting his state from the from the tragedy you created down there, the mess you created because of your policies. It's unbelievable. These are the times we're living in. So we're going to see what happens. It's, um, these are very, very scary times that we're living in. You know, one thing I saw that was really sad today, New York's new governor, Kathy, what did he put on her last name? Hochul? I don't even know. I pay no attention to New York politics because it's a one-party state. I just know I need to get the hell out of here. And when I get out of here, according to my tax lawyers, it's got to be a clean break. Got to sell everything, everything and get out and never come back. Because you come back one day, they'll tax you for one day. That's, the, that's what my guys tell me. And I pay my taxes. I, I Not only do I have my taxes done by my accountants, then I have my taxes sent to my lawyer. Then my lawyer sends it to his tax accountants, knowing that, Every single year, they pull my file. Welcome to my world. Isn't it great to be a public figure? Unbelievable. Especially one that's critical of 
the deep state and politicians. Interestingly, Black Lives Matter, they're threatening an uprising against the vaccine mandate that they are claiming is racist. In New York City, for example, the vaccination rate among African-Americans in the city is about 30 percent. And they're saying we're not going along with this and nor and they're fighting to say that you're not going to shut us out of restaurants and sporting events because, you know, I, for whatever reason, they've made that decision. I don't know. I don't know why people make the decisions that they make. I don't know anything about anybody's health. I know about my own health. That's why this one size fits all medicine and people playing doctor is, is just stunning to me. Yeah, but the White House, by the way, is still blaming Donald Trump for the crisis at the border. I, I mean, why is this, you can't even make this up? You abandoned, you know, you, you blame Trump for your idiotic withdrawal. We watched the Taliban taking over large portions of Afghanistan in March and April and May and June and July. And the Afghan army that you said in July, Joe, was one of the best trained in the, on the face of the earth. And it's not inevitable the Taliban will take control. Why didn't you get everybody out when we had full control? You could have prevented it. If you kept the stay in Mexico policy, you could have prevented this disaster at the border. If you would have finished the border wall, we could have prevented this disaster. If you would have literally deported people that entered the country illegally, as the law says, and didn't respect our laws, our sovereignty, and our borders, and everybody was sent back in the beginning, none of this would have happened. You wouldn't have to build overcrowded cages in the middle of a pandemic. And you're not COVID testing them. Jen Psaki says, because there's no need to COVID test them, they won't be here long. <laughs> okay. Then they're not giving requirements to show up in court. They're giving you a request to show up in court. You can't make this stuff up. It's kind of like the State Department. They're telling people trapped behind enemy lines in Afghanistan. They say, well, you're going to have to go to a third, uh, you're going to have to go to another country to get the proper per paperwork to leave Afghanistan. You dumbass, that's the point. They can't get out of Afghanistan. And then you tell people we had chartered planes. I, I, Glenn Beck told me what his, his, his charity does. At, I think it's called Mercury One. And, and literally, he's, he's donated his own money, I know, and other people. I've donated money and they chartered a bunch of flights. And I said, thank you for doing that. Thank you for helping our fellow Americans. And I meant it. Anybody that's helping, thank you. And I know tons of people that are. A lot I'm not going to talk about. And these people, and, and so, and then they get in contact with the State Department. And the State Department says, yeah, if you get a third party country to accept the charter plane, that's fine. But if they need our approval, it will not be forthcoming. They put that in writing. And you can't land that chartered plane in the United States. Planes that have Americans on them. So the other option is they stay stuck behind enemy lines with the Taliban. Go to the airport, make your way. We can't guarantee your safety. Then the Saturday before the Tuesday deadline. But don't go today. It's a bad day. If you're at the airport now, you better leave because we're getting a lot of chatter. Then a drone strike that kills humanitarians and seven kids. Imagine if Donald Trump did this. By the way, they say they're they're literally sending all these people at the border home. We've got six to eight thousand unaccounted for. They're not going home. They're go they're being dispersed in the United States and they've been caught red handed. And everybody down at the border knows it.
So now that and the, this is why the Border Patrol unit saying, no, the 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 use of these what are called long range. I don't know anything about it. I really I wish I could tell you more about it. I went on a horse once. It ran from me and I nearly I nearly got thrown off when I was w with the Border Patrol. So what do I know? I'm not a horseman. I don't even, you know, bet on horses. It's over in 60 or 90 seconds. It's just, you know, all those times you have to lead up to watch one stupid race. I could I'd forget it. Who needs it? Democrats are pushing harder and harder for amnesty. You have uh, one of the squad members breaking into tears, pleading with Joe Biden to include amnesty in the reconciliation package. Well, the problem is, is that the, parla uh, the Senate parliamentarian said that he can't do that. Now, we've got this other issue with Joe Biden, and that is that he doesn't pay his taxes. Nonpartisan, we told you this. And I think you would think that this would get a lot of play, but it's not apparently getting a lot of play. That Joe Biden and Hunter Biden have problems when it comes to paying their, their taxes. Joe Biden may owe up to 500 grand in back taxes. In other words, that he improperly avoided Medicare taxes before he took office could owe the IRS up to 500 grand, according to a Congressional Research Service report, a nonpartisan group. And Joe Biden wants to raise taxes, and he keeps lecturing about how the rich don't pay their fair share. And we got emails showing how Hunter Biden was working on behalf of the Libyans to unfreeze $2 million in, and I'm sorry, he was getting billions of dollars. And this is a great story. Billions of dollars they they were gonna they were gonna pay zero experience hunter. I can't even you know that's not even a story that you can make up. I mean Hunter Biden let's see he gets money from Ukraine with no experience he gets money from Russia Russian oligarch no experience first lady of Moscow money a hundred thousand dollar shopping spree. He also gets what else did he get? They got a $1.5 billion deal with the Bank of China. Then he sought an annual fee of $2 million for his assistance to convince the Obama administration to unfreeze $15 billion in Libyan assets. And this is what the Libyans are writing about Hunter. I met with number two son. The email showed that this guy, Sam Johari, is with his name, Democratic donor, holds citizenship in the U.S., Venezuela, and Lebanon, writing a Saudi sheikh. And his description came from a reference. He's the chairman of the food blah, 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 who has Libya file access to state treasury business partner of Secretary of State John Kerry's son. He travels with his dad, is connected in Europe and Asia um, and also has, you know, other we this is to get the frozen billions of dollars back, says he has the highest access to. The people of the People's Republic of China, PRC, can help there. He navigates. Uh, his negatives are that he's an alcoholic, a drug addict, kicked out of the U.S. Army for coke, cocaine, chasing low-class hookers, constantly needs money liquidity problems, more headaches. We should meet in here or London and, and decide in the next steps. He wants $2 million a year in retainer fees to try and influence pedal and make money off daddy who's the vice president and don't forget 10 percent of it goes to the big guy can you believe that now if the libyans knew about hunter 
and they had compromising materials on Hunter Biden. Don't you think the Russians have it? He's making money with the Russian oligarch, first lady of Moscow, former first lady of Moscow. Or no experience, any experience in oil, gas, energy, Ukraine. Nope, 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 nope. Well, why do you think they're paying you millions? I don't know. Said it on Good Morning America. Maybe because your dad's the vice president? Probably. Then he's getting a shopping spree from a Kazakhstan oligarch. A Chinese national shopping spree. $1.5 billion deal with the Bank of China. What makes you think that they don't have compromising materials on Hunter Biden? And do you think that might factor into how they're dealing with Joe Biden? Because they know we got all this crap on your kid. You want us to reveal it or are you going to give us what we want? That's why you don't want to be compromised. A story about an attempted airline hijacking passenger on a JetBlue flight from Boston to San Juan, Puerto Rico, arrested after he allegedly choked a flight attendant and tried to enter the cockpit. Investigators say that the guy's name, Khalil El Dar, tried to make a cell phone call. When it didn't go through, he became agitated. He eventually rushed towards the cop cockpit, yelling that he wanted to be shot. Uh, apparently, according to WCVB.com, that he was speaking and screaming in both Arabic and Spanish. And anyway, a passenger aboard the flight. It took seven, um, by the way, people to restrain this guy. And uh, anyway, so they, they were able to restrain him with, and hold him down, thank God.